0: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW approved. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: Hi, this is Paul Lazarus. In the 1980s, I produced and hosted a radio series called Anything Goes, a celebration of the American Musical Theater. Now the Broadway Podcast Network is bringing back these shows. Today, the work of composer-lyricist Mark Blitzstein, who wrote the scores for The Credible Rock, Juno, and Regina, and is perhaps best known for his translations of Brecht-Weil songs in the Threepenny Opera. This program was originally broadcast in 1986 and features Dr. Eric Gordon, an authority on Blitzstein.
4: This is Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater, past, present, and future. I'm your host, Paul Lazarus. Today, the music and lyrics of Mark Blitzstein, the extraordinary American writer whose commitments to opera and to social reform helped to reshape musical theater. Here's the finale from Blitzstein's 1936 labor opera, The Cradle Will Rock.
5: Listen. That's the Boilermakers, kids. The Boilermakers are with us. Upon the topmost bough of yonder tree now, like these in their eyes. The, the roughers and their lankies and wise, the swinging rock up like be the in the rollers cradle. <laughs> and they steal your
0: steel.
6: The
5: You're steel. They done it. The They're marching down ground ground. here. They got and no permit have to march. Arrest there.
6: them. Arrest and them.
5: There's thousands of them. There's dead What do they want with me? Oh, don't worry. That's not for you. You (laughs) That's just my Aunt
0: Jessie and her committee.
5: That's thunder. That's fly.
4: On a recording he made for Spoken Arts Records, Mark Blitzstein described the difficulties of getting The Cradle Will Rock produced.
2: When I played The Cradle Will Rock for Orson Welles, he was just 21, but already an extravagantly brilliant and magnetic theater man. He fell in love straight off and made me promise that no matter who should produce it, he would do the staging. And I was glad to agree. Many producers then toyed with the notion of putting it on all of them dropped it. It was considered hot stuff politically, since it dealt with a rising struggle for unionism in America, specifically in the steel industry, at a time when the combine known as Little Steel was all over the newspapers with its union problems. Finally, Wells and John Houseman decided to produce the work at the Maxine Elliott Theater under the auspices of the Federal Theater Project, which they had joined
7: you can stand on someone's neck while you're taken cut into somebody's throat
4: Patti LuPone singing Nickel Under the Foot, accompanied by Michael Barrett. The Cradle Will Rock was to be presented by the Federal Theatre Project, but government officials decided that this proletarian opera was too inflammatory. Shortly before the opening night performance, they ordered the theatre to be padlocked. Actors and musicians were forbidden by their unions to appear on stage. Director Orson Welles saved the day, however, by putting on an impromptu opening night at another theatre. The cast sang from their seats, and Blitzstein himself played piano on stage.
2: I could hear an enormous buzz of talk in the theater. And when the curtains opened and I looked, I saw the place was jammed to the rafters. The side aisles were lined with cameramen and reporters. And there was I, alone on a bare stage, perched before the naked piano in my shirt sleeves, it being a hot night. There on stage, I couldn't know which or how many of our actors had elected to take Wells' suggestion, or where they were in the audience. But I started, ready to do the whole show myself. I began singing the mall's first song of the play, and then I heard the words taken from my mouth by the mall herself, seated in a right loge. Well, she's here anyway, I thought thankfully.
7: I'm checking home now, call it a night, going up to
4: Incredible Rock was a great success, celebrated both as a work of art and as a political statement. It moved to Broadway, where it continued to be performed without scenery and orchestra. Speaking at Brandeis University in the early 60s, Mark Blitzstein identified the show as a turning point in his artistic career.
8: I think my style gelled and crystallized with that work. It is a style which has something to do with popular material. I don't mean popular in the sense of the fashion or fad of this year or next, but what we have come to call popular music, it's a misnomer, as against another misnomer, serious music. I think I use popular material for my actual nexus, and I build around it as thoroughly serious a technical complex as I can.
4: While serving in the armed forces, Blitzstein composed the Airborne Symphony, which was first conceived as a film score. In the Gordon, an authority in Blitzstein's work, sees the Airborne Symphony as an optimistic work anticipating the end of war.
9: His main project was working on this Airborne Symphony, uh, and it was a, an ode to flight, really, to the whole history and theory of flight, concentrating on the growth of the awesome power of flight symbolized by dropping bombs, leveling whole cities. In other words, he called attention to the great power that had been uh, uh, called into being and the destructive power and uh, how with the awful but necessary fight against fascism that the Second World War represented, uh, we would now come out of it mourning our dead uh, but not self-satisfied with our victory. That is, that we should now apply that power to peaceful uses.
4: Ballad of the Bombardier from the Airborne Symphony was sung by a young flyer writing a letter home.
1: I take my pen in hand, Emily, to make you understand. What you are to me,
0: I write as
1: far as dear Emily, and cannot make it clear what you are You are my heart's one cry, foolish words that I wish to say and try so terribly,
5: the words are like
1: the word.
5: Write me, I am to you. What you are to.
4: Ironically, Mark Blitzstein is probably best known for his translation of Bertolt Brecht and Kurt Weill's three penny opera
1: the shark
5: has pretty teeth, dear, and he shows them pearly white. Just a jackknife has mackyth,
6: dear,
5: and he keeps it
1: out of sight.
4: Blitstein, according to Dr. Eric Gordon, had translated a few of the songs from Three Penny Opera years before the show's first American production
9: in 1954. Vile before his death uh, knew of this translation and and liked it. So, uh, Blitzstein uh, resolved that uh, having done a couple of the songs and gotten Vile's okay on them, uh, after Vile's death he would now proceed and do the whole thing which he felt was a, you know, a great 20th century work. But sadly unfamiliar to the English-speaking world.
5: Someone sneaking round the
1: corner is the someone
8: the knife
4: At Brandeis, Splitstein spoke about his music and his awareness of its audience.
8: I am not an inventor. or an experiment. I say this flatly. I don't seem to insist on finding new ways to say things. I suppose I want to find an exact way to say the thing I wish to communicate. And I am still benighted enough to think of music as communication. I believe with all my being that without the consumer, and in music that means the listener, there is no creative art.
4: Juno, Blitzstein's musical drama based upon Shano Casey's Juno and the Peacock, was unsuccessful in its original 1959 production, but the score contained some of his most lyrical work.
1: Ah, Mary, will you give us one kind word Such as these two years have seldom heard Why must you be so strange and cruel with me another you have in your eye I see, say now who is he? Is it for him your saving one, kind Lord? I do recall the time I found you, it was a happy time. And at the time you did agree, you did permit my arms around you. They are the same good arms today. But only bitterness have you for me now.
6: Ah, Mary, will you
1: give us one
0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW route. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is
4: Anything Goes with Paul Lazarus, reviewing the musical theater career of Mark Blitzstein.
2: My opera, Regina, presented by Cheryl Crawford in New York in 1949, it is based on Lillian Hellman's The Little Foxes, and has to do with an Alabama family at the time of the rise of industrialism in the South. I think Regina falls into a category known in France as opera comique. All that means is a musical stage work which does not attempt the grand or noble level and which is free to use speech or song as the occasion requires. Many musical plays produced on Broadway today would seem to fit into this class. But it's a curious fact that Regina itself has had a much bigger success in the opera house than in the straight
7: theatre.
6: Day. Make a quiet day, try for a very quiet day, make a quiet day, let's keep it steady and low, shall we, shall we, let's don't bang our bell or so, shall we, shall we, make a quiet day, I don't be long for this sorrow, no, no, make a quiet day, I don't be whispering a tiptoe, no, no, whispering a tiptoe, no, 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 no. no that isn't it. 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 Listen to the rain. the la 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 the la the it low! Very low! la it low! the la Keep it very low! Very low! Very low! Very low! Sound oh, sound the sound the sound rain. Rain. let's keep it staying, oh, shall and we? we shall we let's do no oh, shall, shall we shall we make a quiet day oh, dear, a sound sorry make a quiet day, want day. pardon me let's do a no no no. Under, no, no 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 nothing, nothing like that nothing, nothing. like that nothing like that like that. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Listen to the rain. Listen to the sound of the rain. Would you listen? Would you listen?
4: Blitstein's famous Rain Quartet. One of the most powerful moments in Regina is the title character's sung statement of her philosophy.
6: You know no, if you want If you want If you want something that's over the world Don't wait and don't hope And don't beg and don't talk Oh no, you must take what you want You must take it in your hands at the moment now, some in the crowd hello aloud, how they want something in water to lot. They don't know what they want, and they hunt and for what? And there are a few, just a few, for they knew pretty well what to pursue. But Into the we we'll forget them and we we'll let them fall. The best thing of all is to want, is to want something with all of your heart. To aim with no shame, with a true aim at the start. And if you are good, very good.
4: Leonard Bernstein, like many others in the American Musical Theater, was profoundly affected by Mark Blitzstein's work. In 1985, in a tribute to Blitzstein at Lincoln Center, Bernstein sang a little-known song of Blitzstein's called Zipperfly.
5: This song, Zipperfly, was not, as far as I know, written for any particular show or opera. It just leapt out of him one day in uh, 1945. I call it a masterpiece because It's the very essence in its crazy, deeply quirky way of Marx's proletarian soul, of his uh, communality with the suffering and ever hopeful human race. It's really a little musical soliloquy in which a 14-year-old shoeshine boy, very poor, naturally, is saying his prayers before going to sleep. Ragaboochie wiggy waggy and a -a woo, haggity goo. Ragaboochie wiggy waggy and a -a woo, haggity goo. My wishes are but few. I wish my wish come true. Ragaboochie wiggy waggy and a woo, haggity goo. And the bodies of three dead ants carefully laid side by side. starlight, star, bright, first star I've seen tonight. I want a suit with a form-fitting coat and a six-button vest and a zipper fly. It will not shrink when weather gets stormy. And no one ever wore it before me. Nothing could be so fine Suit that was bought and paid for in a genuine store with a zipper fly. If you had two brothers with their hand me downs left to you, you would know what I'm wishing for. You dream of your wife. And your women and your song and cigars a foot long. But as for I, I dream of pants with those modified peg cuffs and a high waist
6: effect and a
5: zipper fly. <laughs> Goosey-goosey,
9: chicky-chacky, and a chew, haggity-goo.
5: Roosey-goosey, chicky-chacky, and a chew, haggity-goo. A wish is so delish, I wish I get my wish. Roosey-goosey, chicky-chacky, and a chew, haggity-goo. And I call upon the seventh letter of the seventh word of the seventh paragraph of the editorial page of the Daily News. Please make that suit, with a pepper and salt pattern, and a little place for flowers, and a zipper fly. My dream tells me one day I will walk down Fifth Avenue. It will be Easter Sunday. judge one another and say as they slyly give me the eye, who is that man in that wonderful suit that I'm chanting you soon with a zipper full should die.
3: been listening to the music and lyrics of Mark Blitzstein sound mixing by David Rapkin associate producer Jeff London anything goes backstage with Broadway's best is produced and hosted by Paul Lazarus for more information visit anythinggoespl.com if you enjoyed this episode be sure to rate and follow us thanks for listening da 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 da